1: Your whole life can change in an instant. About 50 million adults in the United States have chronic pain, and because of a car accident, Robbie is one of them. In their marriage vows, Robbie and Sammy promise to stand by one another and provide strength when needed. And lately, they've been facing some of their biggest challenges. Join them as they share the ups and downs of living with chronic pain.
0: So without knowing it, events fell into place that allowed me to be accepted at the only medical school in the country that was teaching that which I had set out to learn in the first place, i.e. cranial. All I had to do was stay centered on my goal and never waver. God took care of the rest. He has always taken care of the rest. Whenever I have been willing to listen, he has been there to teach me and to take care of me. Dr. Robert C. Brooksby, D.O. All right. Welcome to The Painful Truth of Living with Chronic Pain with us your hosts Sammy and Robbie.
1: Yes, this is episode number 9.
0: And what are we discussing today?
1: Today is about family and friends. I know Sammy has been anxiously waiting for this episode. She has a lot to say about my family. Mm. Well,
0: I have some comments
1: about our family, since she's technically in the family now.
0: Thanks for clarifying that.
1: She tends not to uh, claim it, though.
0: Sometimes I would prefer not to.
1: All the time. Oh, my
0: gosh. So dramatic. But yes, we're going to be talking about how your relationships with others can change once you're diagnosed with a chronic illness or something like chronic pain.
1: Yes, we are. So what do you want
0: to start with?
1: How about you lead off? I will follow your lead.
0: So, the biggest thing when you're diagnosed with a chronic illness, or like in Robbie's case, it's chronic pain, the biggest thing you find out is who your real family and who your real friends are. Correct. Yes. Because when you have an invisible illness that people can't see, there's no blood work, there's no numbers. There's no necessarily visible thing to look at to know he doesn't feel good.
1: People see you out and about and think, oh, you're cured. You're just making it up.
0: Yes. And they judge and they think you're being dramatic or yes, you're making up, you're exaggerating it. Any of those things, which is not true. But unfortunately, that's when you start finding out who really cares about you. Because people who really care about you and love you will believe you no matter what
1: you got to live your life no matter what. I mean, you Mm -hmm. you got things to do.
0: Some days you have days where you have the energy to get up and about, and there's no reason why we shouldn't take advantage of it.
1: No, absolutely.
0: And some days you don't, so then we don't go and do those extra things.
1: Yeah, you're correct.
0: So the reason he said I'm excited about it is because I get okay you can say whatever you want about me as a person if you have some dumb reason why you don't like me or whatever i don't really care but it pisses me off to no end and you're lucky i have calmed down a bit so i can talk about this a little more calmly we'll see if it stays that way but it pisses me off to no end when people who a are not around us daily they don't live with us. They don't live near us and be people who are not actively involved in our lives, even though they don't live near us, pass judgments on things we are or aren't doing and on things that I'm supposedly doing or not doing. Case in point, you ready for this? I might get heated now.
1: I'm I'm all ears. I'm So I'm, I'm letting you vent all your frustrations out
0: so everyone knows we're in the age of covid right so we have to be more careful whenever we go out and because i work in healthcare, and because we live with my mother and because of you we are very cautious if we do venture out we pick and choose places we go to very specifically we wear masks we have hand sanitizer in the car we wash our hands while we're out we take precautions we stay distanced from people we don't touch extra things we're not screwing around correct is what i'm saying when we're out Correct. I was going to say a couple of weeks, but it's probably more like a month, maybe ago, something like that. Robbie was feeling good on the weekend and he wanted to go to Disney Springs. It was his idea to go to Disney Springs to get brunch and walk around because he was not feeling too bad. And he had this energy and he wanted to go out and walk around and
1: get out and about and do yeah, something. And,
0: and go somewhere where he felt a little more safe as far as for the COVID thing, because we think Disney is pretty clean.
1: Correct, yeah. And they
0: enforce masks and all of that.
1: I think they're doing their part, especially Mm -hmm. during COVID.
0: Yes. So he wanted to go out. So we went out and he posted some pictures when he was out and about. Like some silly photos, like a selfie with the big plastic Cinderella Cinderella that's outside of the world of Disney. They were just funny. So a family member who you know who you are, if you listen to this, and if you do, shame on you, made a comment. Here we go. On the photo, on a couple photos, for one, she said that he looked particularly tired, which if you were involved in his life at all, which you were not, you would know, yes, Robbie is frequently tired from the medicine he takes, from lack of sleep, and just from the pain. Correct. That doesn't mean that he doesn't sometimes want to go out and do things, but yes, he may look a little more tired these days.
1: I'm telling you, even though I have chronic pain, I have to live my life. I can't just stay indoors all the time. I got to produce shows. I got to make a living. The world does not stop, especially because I'm in chronic pain. It just you have to find another way to adapt. And I Ching, Darwin, you got to move on. You got to adapt.
0: Exactly. That's how it goes. Exactly. And on another photo, she commented something about, you know, why are you out? You shouldn't be out doing these things, and then she implied heavily that I forced him to go out to Disney Springs, which, first of all, if anybody knows Robbie, Robbie doesn't get forced to do anything. That's not how he operates.
1: Absolutely not. I'm no sucker.
0: No. Well, not even that. If you get in your head, you don't want to do something. You're just you're not going to do it
1: i'm not going to do it You're no
0: there is no forcing and secondly like i said it was his idea to go out it was not even me who suggested it and i know i'm the big disney fan but he I, picked it
1: i do like going to disney springs mm-hmm. I'm disney every once in a while i do like to get out i think it's a fun place to go we do go there a lot mm-hmm. we have seen a lot of the attractions but it is still a fun place to go out and get something to eat and say let's walk around I remember before my accident, we used to bop over there all the time just to get something to eat and dip out.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'd frequently just pop in Epcot and pop out.
1: So I'm trying to bring those days back.
0: But my point is, it was implied that I had forced him out, which confused me because I clearly did not make him do anything, nor would I ever force him to do something he was uncomfortable with or that I thought was putting him in danger. And so I posted a picture, it was petty, I can admit it, to get back a little bit at the comments, saying that it's interesting to me that if he stays home, then Robbie's judged for that. He's spending too much time at home. He's not getting out and about. Why are you wasting all of your days at home? If we go out now, it's why are you not at home? You should be at home. You shouldn't be out and about. And there's no winning with people who like to judge other people's lives at the end of the day. Absolutely. Who don't know what's going on. So I I posted about that, how I just thought it was funny that people had all these things to say about what's going on and what he should or should not be doing. So then she posted back that she wanted to make sure that he was being taken care of and not just put up with or tolerated. That's where I lost my shit a little bit. I got very upset and offended by this because, like I said, you want to say whatever you want about me. Whatever. You don't like me for whatever stupid reason you made up in your head. I don't really care about that. But I find it super, super offensive when you imply that I am not caring for him. When you weren't there, when he was thrown up in the bathroom after his surgery, when he was taking this pain medicine that wasn't working for him, when he was crying in the bed that he thought he was dying, when he's gone to all of these, however many doctors we've said it's been, You know, 20 something right providers, something like that. 20 something providers. You've not sat in the offices with him, which apparently is also a problem. I've learned I shouldn't be at his doctor's appointments, but whatever about that.
1: You just can't win, can you?
0: Exactly. This is when I get mad or people like this who claim they care about him, who don't really ask him how he's doing, don't check up on him, had no interest in what was going on in his life until they heard a rumor about some other disease about him, which I'm not going to address any of that right now. These people are fake. They're his family members and they don't care about him. In my opinion.
1: You're allowed to have your opinion.
0: They like to post about it on social media and draw attention to themselves without knowing any of the actual situation. And when they have personal conversations with him, they literally, when I say they don't ask how he's doing, they don't ask how he's doing. That is not exaggeration. They talk about themselves. They don't ask, how's your pain today? What kind of doctors have you been seeing? Have you been feeling any better? How's your treatment going? These family members, so-called, that love him and care about him don't check up on him. And it pisses me off when they go and pass judgment about what I am or am not doing for him. Because if anyone has been around for him and caring for him, it has been me. Trust me.
1: I told you Sammy had a lot on her chest. I just, mean, she's definitely been waiting for this this episode in particularly.
0: Because I can tell you the people, and we have mentioned this in the... Previous episode, we were talking about suicide. The people that I reached out to when I've seen Robbie struggling or who I reach out to so they can check on him. Those are his real family members. Those are the real people that care about and love him. And it is not most of his family. And that's just a fact. And they have shown that over and over again.
1: No, I'm finding that out. I'm really finding that out. And that sucks because... You want to be close to your family. You think, oh, family's going to be there for you no matter what. And that's absolutely false. There are some family that blood is not thicker than water.
0: No, because you have friends, David, Chris, Logan, Amanda, Ashley. Yeah. Who check on you way more often and actually check on you, want to know how you're doing, want to know that you're okay
1: no absolutely
0: more than your family members your brother checks in on you but you have some sisters you haven't talked to in years with the reason but
1: can't go, can't go into those reasons but <sighs> there is definitely a reason why we haven't kept in touch and they know the reasons why too so if they're listening you know the reasons actually
0: hey guys it's Ashley and Sammy from the Pixie Dust Twins podcast If you love Disney and love listening to Best Friends talk about their Disney obsession, you should come join the fun on our weekly show. We talk about everything from Disney books and movies to everything going on at Walt Disney World. We have been besties for more than 20 years, and we both grew up with similar but different Disney experiences. And now we want to share our stories and adventures with you. Make sure you check out LimitlessBroadcasting.com or tune in wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. We'll see you at the second star to the right. None of your family members, with the exception of your brother, when you had the accident were concerned or checked in on you. We've been doing this for how many years? And nobody has cared.
1: We're going on four years doing this. I thought by now I would at least be better. I mean, I'm...
0: You're better. Better,
1: but I'm not... Out of the hump yet.
0: Oh, we're working on it. Which you would know if you were in communication with him and actually checked on him.
1: Yes. I don't know if you can hear that, but our dog is barking in the background. He wants to get out of his bed. He'll be all right. He'll be all right, though.
0: But yeah, that's my whole point is that you really find out who actually matters to you and who cares about you and who's concerned about you when something like this happens. And you find out who's just a fake friend or
1: no, absolutely. family member. This definitely brings out the... It separates the men from the boys. It, it, it brings out the people that really care about you and who really is in it for the long haul and who's just like, oh, he's just passing through. I've had a friend for 20 years that I'm finding out that he's not really a friend. And I think the only real reason why I kept him around is because, A... He knew me way back when, and B, he knew my father, and that's the reason why I've been hanging out with him, but I'm finding out that we're not really that good of friends. I mean, it's just the way it is. I mean, I don't have beef with him, but I don't actually think I have anything in common with him anymore, and that sucks. I think he just looks at me like a dollar sign, like an ATM machine.
0: And you need to understand we're not an ATM because we spend a lot of money on medical things.
1: Absolutely.
0: So please stop hitting us up for money. We don't have any because it all goes to medical bills.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. We we're we're tapped out. So
0: anything you want to share about any comments people have made that you found really hurtful about your condition or
1: I think the worst part is is when people see me out and they think, "Oh, he looks better." When people see me out and they say, oh, I'm not as sick as I was or as sick as I am, I think that gets under my skin a little bit because they honestly don't know what's going on day to day. I go see a lot of doctors. I see more doctors than I do family. And I spend the majority of my week going to doctors. So it's it's not a picnic. It hasn't been a picnic. But I think that's hurtful. I do wish my family was in it with me more than they are. I know my brother has checked up on me, and I appreciate that. So thank you, bro, for doing that. I know a couple of my friends have checked up on me. So thank you for doing that and continuing to do that. But it's just been a weird four years. I mean, people just don't get it. Unless you're in the situation, you just don't get it. I mean, I can explain it to you. And I'm sure other people in this situation will understand what I'm saying. Unless you have a disease or chronic illness or chronic pain, you can explain it to people, but they're not going to get it.
0: Right. Exactly. I mean,
1: how about you? Do you get it like you get it to an extent? But do right. you I mean, it goes back to the point where you and your mom are afraid of me sometimes.
0: Well, that's just from. Your anger issues.
1: The medication and everything like that. Yes. That, that hurts me because I feel like I'm an island of one. I mean, we're speaking of family, right? Yes. So that's fair. That hurts me. I had a lot, I had a lot of plans in my life and I never thought that I was going to be hit by a box truck. I never thought I would be going through this many injections. I never thought that my back was going to hurt, hurt. And sometimes I feel like Nancy, Sammy's mom, looks at me with eyes of disapproval or disappointment, I should say. Eyes of disappointment because I'm not taking care of her daughter. Her daughter's taking care of me. Do you agree with that?
0: I understand why you say that. I don't know how true it is, to be honest with you, but... I understand why you feel that way, but I can imagine in your position too. It's hard, it's it's hard to interpret sometimes what people are thinking about you because you do have some people who really care about you and are concerned about you, and then you do have some people who are not looking out for your best interest. And I'm sure it's hard now to know the difference.
1: No, I agree with you. I mean, sometimes. I have a hard time knowing between the two of them. Like, who's who, or what's what I should do, or where I should go. I mean, it's so confusing. hmm Especially with work. Like, I'm trying to get back and working and on my feet again, but I'm still in so much pain that that's a big factor. And what are you supposed to do in that situation? Where are you supposed to go? Who are you supposed to talk to? You know? So, there's just a lot of things going on, like... And I'm trying to remember it all for this episode, but it's hard because I've had so many things go on, and so many people be disappointed. You try to help out one person and then you try to help out another person, and then it's just it's confusing that's mm-hmm. that's what I should say
0: I understand
1: so it's been a very confusing year and w- in regards to my family, my family is dead. There's no way of putting Humpty Dumpty to eat it back together again. They are just gone. And I've realized from this trip back home, I realize that more than ever, mm-hmm. that my family doesn't care about me. They don't care what happens to me, what surgeries I'm going through, if I'm winning or losing. They just look at me as a dollar sign. That's it. But the bank is closed, FYI. Don't ever hit me up. Don't ask me for anything. And that's for real. And people listening to this episode, you're going to be like, oh, man, that's cold. But you don't know the whole story. No. You're only listening to half the story. and Not we don't, even
0: half. <laughs>
1: we don't even have time to go into the whole details because this no. is going to be one of the shorter episodes. But I know Sammy has been anxious to do this episode.
0: I just want to make it clear that anyone else who's struggling with family members or friends who... You feel like you're not supportive or disregard what you say or pass judgments on things you're doing or not doing on you or your spouse, whoever's involved in your actual life. You're not alone. I get it. And he gets it. We're there too. And it does suck and it's not fair, but that's what people do. They pass judgment based on things that they don't really know anything about. A picture on Instagram does not tell the whole story.
1: Correct. I mean, a picture on Instagram can be faked. I mean, you could look at a picture and be like, oh, that kid is the happiest person on earth, but that person could be the saddest person on earth. Exactly. So you never know. You see us on Instagram, don't automatically assume we're balling and things are going great because there's a lot more going on underneath the surface than we can actually show you because you guys aren't living this life. And I, believe me, I did not want to be living this life either. Mm-hmm. I had other plans. I wanted to go. I mean, I was just into another accident. And my back hurts so bad. I have to wear back patches. Like pain patches. Mm-hmm. And another thing I'm upset about is I need to find a spine doctor that actually gives a fuck about me. Because... I'm in so much pain, it's actually affecting my way of life and the way I walk and everything. And they want to focus on other parts of my body. And I'm just Mm -hmm. like, the hell with that. Get my spine done. And then we can move on. But in pain management, I'm going to have my pain management doctor on and you'll love that. But the treatments they want are so damn expensive that my insurance won't even approve it. So, mm-hmm. I'm in the process of finding a new pain management doctor because I can't get approved for my insurance. Mhm. Thank you insurance, by the way. Really appreciate that one. Big ups to you on that.
0: Yeah, insurance is a joke.
1: It's the biggest racket on life.
0: We probably said this before, but it it bears repeating.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: That it sucks.
1: I didn't know much about insurance until we started going through this process, and it sucks. hmm Absolutely sucks. You have anything else to add?
0: I mean, I went on my rant, so <laughs> I think I got it out.
1: I think I've gotten—I mean, like I said, this is not even skimming the surface. I mean— No. But I'm hoping you understand that it's very difficult to balance being in pain, family, friends— Wife, mother-in-law, anybody really in this situation understands what I'm talking about.
0: Yes, I agree.
1: But yeah, I think we can end it there.
0: Well, let's first promote.
1: Well, I'm the weor- store. I'm wearing a shirt. Uh, it's see this, limitlessbroadcasting.com. The yes. new website is up, so check that out.
0: Besides shirts, there's digital downloads available.
1: Explain what a digital download is.
0: So it's kind of like an ebook, if you want to look at it that way, but shorter than right. an ebook. And there's various Pricing scales depending on how long the particular digital download is. But for instance, with our other podcast, the Pixie Dust Twins podcast, we have a couple of Disney themed ones that are a little bit less expensive. And then a tie in to this show and Sling and Pills to Pay the Bills, I put together a longer one that explains the magic book. That we take the binder, I guess I should say, the binder that we take to all of his doctor's appointments that's organized with his MRIs and all of his paperwork and who his doctors are. I put together a little how to put together your own binder, doctor binder, whatever you want to call it to bring with you. That one's a little more expensive because it's got a little more information in it. They're just quick little things that are informational or fun. The Disney ones are more fun than anything.
1: After you listen to this, this Debbie Downer of a show, you should definitely go listen to the Pixie Dust Twins or Slinging Pills to Pay the Bills. Again, I apologize that we the Painful Truths podcast show it hasn't been on a, on a routine lately with the new accident. We've just been seeing more doctors and it's just we're trying to record when we can. So we'll get these out as soon as possible. I know a lot of you have checking up on me through Instagram and I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. So keep listening. At Limitless Broadcasting on Instagram. Mm -hmm. My Instagram is at Robert1950filmsmedia. Yours is at Samantha1950filmsmedia. Yes. Yeah, definitely check out the new site, LimitlessBroadcasting.com. It has blogs. It has our store. It has podcasts. We have we do have a script coming. We are going to shoot our first feature. It's not going to be till after the COVID though. Yeah. It's going to be a family movie. We have that coming. Where we're trying to get our script written soon. Mm-hmm. So we have that coming. Buy shirts. Buy the digital downloads. It really helps us out. Go donate. On, on Patreon. Patreon or there's a donate button on our site. You can donate to Limitless Broadcasting. Doing media like this is very expensive, mm-hmm. so every little bit helps. Five, ten dollars, anything that you could do—it
0: all costs money. Yes, definitely. Everything. Mm-hmm.
1: We appreciate you all for checking us out, tuning in, and again, we're sorry that we haven't been recording regularly. We are trying, and I do have a cooking show coming mm-hmm. as well. I'm excited to let let you know about that, but that's coming. You have to subscribe to our youtube channel at limitless broadcasting on youtube
0: i think that's it
1: so you want to take us out
0: yeah so thank you for listening to another episode of the painful truth of living with chronic pain podcast we are super excited to be back in and recording and yes having our little conversations with you all we've missed you absolutely so on our next episode we're going to just be talking about us
1: Yeah, and see how our marriage has changed and how life has changed with us.
0: Yeah, so another probably depressing episode, but it should be great. (laughs) Please
1: check it out. That's going to be awesome, okay? All right.
0: Thanks. In Healing from Within, Be Still and Know, the fourth and final edition, Dr. Robert C. Brooksby describes how we can reclaim and maintain our health When traditional medicine has failed us. Liberally peppered with case histories, Dr. Brooksby teaches us about our nature and how it's possible to work within our intrinsic energies to help us heal. Christ taught his disciples how to heal. We were supposed to have that knowledge, knowledge that has been lost to Western cultures. It was not supposed to be a secret. You can find a link to this book on our website at limitlessbroadcasting.com you can also find it on Amazon or Barnes and Noble or wherever you do your book shopping. Thanks for listening
1: to The Painful Truth of Living with Chronic Pain with Robbie and Sammy. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to the Limitless Podcast Network's own channel. Instagram and all things social media. And we'll see you all real soon.